full circle. Full circle. Hi, I'm Miss Wanda, and this is Full Circle. Girlfriend, this is a place where you and I can connect. It's the show that embraces a 360-degree look at womanhood. It's our voice, our perspective. It's what we care about, and it's how we feel. Empowerment through conversation is what it is. This is Full Circle. Family, welcome to another edition of Full Circle. I'm your host, Miss Wanda. Happy New Year. This is my first Saturday back in the studio since the year has started and I am so happy to be back here with you glad you're all safe and dry we've endured some pretty wet weather over the last couple of weeks but glad you're here we've got a really good show for you today I want to just thank everyone that sent me birthday text posts on social media uh, calls all of that good stuff I really appreciate it looking forward to what this year has in store for me so yeah let's let's make 2023 big and every way that we can all right so we've done all that kind of good stuff now let's get down to the show friend to the show miss tanya mack and you know when i first met tanya she is the proprietor and one of the minds along with her two beautiful daughters around amore do what what do we what do you call amore it's, it's i want to call it a, a space but it's <laughs> consignment it's a it's little, all the things. All the things. So when I met Tanya at the place, um, at, met at Amore Du, and we got to talking, and, and she came to the show, and she started, she was mentioning an idea that she had that was coming. Yes. Um, and then now it, it, all of a sudden I got this, and this is funny, I'll share this. I got this inbox <laughs> message that said, hey, follow my new website or my new page. <laughs> and I immediately hit up Tanya like, look, what is this? Who is? Are you being hacked? And she's like, no, it's my new page. It's Universal Cafe. It's the thing that I had been talking about and mentioning. And now it's come to fruition. But I had to check. Yeah, yeah make sure that was you didn't funny. get hacked. I giggled and I thought, no, that's really smart. Because you know that is what happens. Next thing you know, you're getting all these friend requests. But yeah. I did want to take a step back and just talk really quickly about Amore Do. Oh, oh absolutely. When I talk about Amore Du, um, like anything else, I'm a high-energy person, so I get super excited. But Amore Du um, is part of a sustainability brand, right? Okay. So Amore Du is really about keeping clothing out of landfills. It's about making sure that we are repurposing and reusing things that are practical and useful. And as women of all sizes, we are smaller and we are bigger and we are all the things in between. And so this, the concept of Amore Du, as I shared, started with swaps between me and my friends. Um, we were single moms, low-income moms, and we didn't have the money, so we swapped clothes and then we thrifted clothes. And um, as I raised my children, it became like kind of my stupid hidden talent, right? Mm -hmm. To find, find really <laughs> cute things in my size. You know, I'm not a small girl, I'm curved, curvy. So I thought, man, we I could do this for other people. That's how we started. But really the model is let's not throw things away. Let's repurpose them and let's benefit others by what we have. So not only do we have the brick and mortar boutique um, on Del Paso Boulevard, mm -hmm. but we also sell online. So a uh, shout out to my business, Amore Du. Um, brick and mortar, we're located at 1819 Del Paso Boulevard. 
Um, and you can find us online at amore, A-M-O-R-E, dot do, D-E-U-X. That's on um, Instagram. So please visit us. And if you have, um, if you'd like to stop by, let us know. We'd be happy to serve you. Um, but that's not what we're here to talk about today. No, no, we can talk about all the things because you saw my antennas went up when you talked about shopping online. Yes, Because yes. you guys post some really cute stuff. And I'm yes. always in the comments, I need that in my life. <laughs> we <laughs> love that. We love that. We love the engagement um, yeah. on the post because sometimes um, just that it's really motivating when people are, you don't even, if you're not buying, that's cool, but it helps us um, understand what to bring to market. It helps yeah. us understand what to post. So we have wedding dresses. We have prom dresses. Um, we actually sponsor events, um, fashion shows. And so we're happy to work with the community in any way that you need us to. Um, if women are looking for attire for work, purses, mm -hmm. shoes, we have lots of great basics that we will just donate um, for women who need items. And so a lot of the clothing that we get, we've done closet cleanouts where we've just gotten bags and bags oh, of things. Right. And then we sort through those items to make sure that they are st they're still useful. And we don't take anything that's not gently used and laundered um, because I would never have anything in the boutique that I wouldn't wear myself mm -hmm. um, or that I wouldn't feel comfortable gifting to someone. Um, so we've got a lot of great things. You, I, I need to do that. Um that closet cleanup and I got bring you. you as I've already started actually. <laughs> I have this this I was telling my friend, um, something resonated with me and all I kept hearing from about mid November to the beginning of the year was purge and make room mm -hmm. purge and mm. make room so that's what i've been doing in my houses yes. and i've got all these boxes of stuff like okay that's you know like household goods and yes. that's this, and then, you know like, that's why i gave you Thank all that you. plastic because <laughs> i'm like trying to purge things that i no longer use yes. to make room for whatever this is that god is is going to bless me with because I ain't making room for nothing, right? And that's like, interesting. Some you're, stuff. <laughs> you're talking about your physical space, but mm -hmm. because I, I see the wonderful work that you're doing, mm -hmm. I know that also you're really talking about the oh, yeah. spiritual space as well. Oh, yeah. Because what you're doing is amazing. Oh, yeah. I have, I just bought this shirt and then we'll continue on. <laughs> A friend of mine uh, was up here vending. She's in LA, but she was up here vending and she had this shirt that says, I will burn sage and bridges. On, upon request or something like that, mm. or at any time or whenever necessary. Yes. I will burn sage and bridges whenever necessary. And that is a motto because mm -hmm. you're right. It's, it is, there is a lot going on right now. Mm -hmm. Just had a birthday on, when was my birthday? Monday. <laughs> Just had a birthday on Monday. Um, so there's a lot. It's a new year. It's a new yes. birthday. And uh, let me stop. Okay. Cause there's a whole nother conversation <laughs> that I had with someone that would totally resonate, but I'll tell you about that off air. We're here to talk about universal. <laughs> See, this is what happens. This is why I love you so much. Because Here we, we just go. we just vibe. We just vibe so well. But anyway, introduce yourself. You okay. are a heavy hitter in Sacramento, by the way. Like a lot of people know credit. what you say. She does not get enough credit for what she's done and what she's you. doing. I don't know why I can't hear you. Oh, there we is go. There we go. Can I don't you hear know, me? You now? might have to switch to that other mic because I cannot hear a thing that you're saying. It's in. Okay. Let me try that mic. I could say something. I could, I could yeah, hear we'll, you. We'll though. switch Wait. the mics. I'm so sorry. All right. So yes, Tanya, you are a big fish in this pond here, and I want you to introduce yourself to people that may not know you and all of your fabulousness. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> now that you said that, I'm sitting here like I don't know what to say. Um, okay, so um, Wait, hold on real quick. Let's do a test. Okay. 
Huh? Can you hear me now? No, I can't. Wait, is okay. It the... We'll we'll play with the mics. Okay. When we come back, Dion. All right. I, I apologize. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So, uh, good morning. Um, my name is Tanya Mack, and I am your sister. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm your home girl, <laughs> and um, I am here to serve my community. Um, I'm here to hopefully inspire and love on people and reciprocate all the love that's been poured into me my whole life. You know, I made a post on um, social media the other day and I said that I had been loved well. And then I put hashtag love favors me. Mm. Um, I am just so grateful. And I'm so grateful for all the love that's been in my life because it really has been what's motivated me to do the work that I do, whether it's starting a business or working on, you know, a contract somewhere. It's really about being a servant leader and using the talents that I've been blessed with to help others. And so people are sometimes they're like, oh, my God, what don't you do? You do all this stuff. When really everything that I do is based in servant leadership. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a concept that I apply to um, every aspect of my businesses. Um, and, and hopefully that's how I show up every day as my full self, um, honoring the community that I love so very much. Are you from Sacramento originally? I'm not. I'm not. I actually am from a very small town mm-hmm. north of Sacramento. I was, my dad was in the military, so he retired at Beale Air Force Base in uh, Marysville, California, and that's where I grew up. Okay. All right. You, the, I wonder if there's a connection there. So you have a theme in your life and your business, and, and you know, you mentioned it with Amore Do is sustainability. Mm-hmm. Where did that notion come from of, of wanting to have this as a part of your, I don't even want to say brand, but as part of your life, the sustainability aspect? You know, I have to give credit to my mom. My mother, Juanita Owens, is amazingly creative and resourceful. And, you know, because my dad was in the military and there were five of us, so we moved all the time, you know, from base to base. Sometimes we were with my dad, sometimes we weren't. But my mother had to hold it all together. And, you know, she just figured out how to raise five kids. And with all five of us, you know, we, we were sharp. Hair done, nails done. You know, we yeah. were <laughs> we were we were sharp. My mom took pride in in how we looked and and how we showed up at school and in our lives and um, even down to the food that she prepared. She plated our food. She taught me to plate mm. food. And I remember, you know, she would serve my father first. And the plates that came out of my mother's kitchen were cute. Mm. When I I don't care what it was, if it was beans and rice and cornbread, it was cute. So I, I learned watching her, and I, I remember telling uh, my mom a couple years ago, she was the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen. I remember as a little girl sitting in the bathroom and watching her with her Maybelline, lighting the match and soft, <laughs> and, and putting on her eyebrows, and she would wear beautiful headscarves, and she'd tie the colors together, and you know, presentation was everything to her, and showing up with dignity and grace um, was really who my mother is mm-hmm. and and she set that example for me um and so when i think about sustainability i think about you know doing a lot with a little bit and then being able to share that yeah. so my mother is a christian woman um and when i think about all i learned about bible with her going to christian church 
um, she really lived that life. That that was her world, and she was um, always a giver. She always was helping someone. She always was cooking food and sending it out into the community. So like I grew up knowing that. And she was originally from Ohio, and so community and family it was very much a, a part of how we lived. And yeah. so we, we, we made family wherever we went because we didn't really have blood ties because we moved so much, but we always had a community. And I, I really believe that that's, you know, fundamentally where all that came from. You know, it's in hearing you speak about your mother and, and I've heard you, you've told me some of that uh, before and it's just really refreshing to hear again, but it really shows the strength of a parent's presence. Mm -hmm. Like you were saying how, you know, your mother was just the way she presented herself and the way mm -hmm. she presented her family. Mm -hmm. And I can see that so in you, like every time I see you, you're just very well put together, Aww, you, you know, you. and your spirit is <sighs> so, um, your heart is so generous and big. And so it just speaks to the impact that I think sometimes we as parents forget when we're raising our children that they truly are paying attention and looking and listening and the DNA, the rich DNA that flows through our body in, you know, having a mom that's a servant leader person. My mom was the same way. Mm -hmm. She still to this day, you know, is taking friends to the doctor and, and yes. my mom is is it is an older person herself, but she's still, you know, serving, bringing her friends meals and things like that. And so I have that naturally, like it just comes naturally to do the same thing, to want to care for people in the same way. Mm -hmm. And I think that sometimes we forget the, the DNA that's in us, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that these traits come out and we don't, you know, sometimes people say, well, I don't know where I got that from. But if you look back in your family mm -hmm. line, mm -hmm. you'll see those things coming through the generations. Absolutely. And it, it's just amazing to, to when you recognize that, to really understand the power of presence, the power of our strength in numbers and in our DNA and all of that kind mm -hmm. of good stuff. Yeah. I, you know, it's funny when I talk about my mom, my mom and I haven't always had the best relationship and that's just being honest. Mm -hmm. But I will say that as I have grown into my full womanhood, I was able to keep all of these beautiful things that she taught me and, and, and take everything else as a lesson to move forward into my own journey through my parenthood. Yeah. Um, and so I'm, I'm grateful. I'm tremendously grateful for the examples that were set um, for me. And I'm grateful for the lessons that I learned in, in the journey that I still take with my mom today. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, so let's talk about Dion. I think you could go back to this mic. I think I figured it out. So let's test this mic again. Yay. I think you're good. Yep. Can I you hear me it. now? We can yep. hear you now. All right. Yeah. So <laughs> Dion. Oroki Asami. That is correct. Yes. <laughs> CEO and founder of MCE Staffing, a uh, black staffing company, is here and she's partners with Tanya uh, with Universal Cafe, Universal Cafe. Yes. So let's talk about Universal Cafe. What is it? Yes. So <laughs> um, Universal Cafe is a company that I founded around the food ecosystem. Um, Understanding that there's tremendous food waste and understanding that there's tremendous need, it's really the marrying of those two concepts. So who we uniquely are, we reclaim um, surplus food, we um, prepare meals out of that surplus food, and we move that food into the community to those who are either food insecure or those who are food vulnerable. So we're... 
like you okay so you have created partnerships with different restaurants and entities mm -hmm. to reclaim the food mm -hmm. and thank you for saying reclaimed food right that brings another level of That's dignity to it right mm -hmm. absolutely. absolutely and that is one of the key um tenants and values of my corporation um, I, I think that as I begin to build capacity, as I begin to grow, we're building a company that people won't even know. They won't even understand the good juiciness <laughs> <laughs> that's coming with, with this corporation. Um, dignity and respect are fundamentally um, values that we should all offer each other, and especially around food. Um, Food is power and food is revolutionary and you control the food, you control the people. Yeah. So I do see food as activism. I think everyone has a right to eat and I think that we have to be very mindful of how we serve people. And so there's specific language and culture in this company around how we talk to people, mm -hmm. how we serve people, mm -hmm. what we provide to people. There is nothing that we prepare that I wouldn't feed my own family. Um, it's really important, and that's one of the reasons why I partnered with Dee. Um, I've seen Dee in the community, and when I realized that she had started her staffing company, I, Dee's heart and the way that she gives and the way that she supports people and how she shows up on the planet is amazing. And I can tell you, good tree, good fruit. So shout out to Dr. Betty and Daddy we Diggs. Because this woman <laughs> right us. here has just come from such a beautiful family and a beautiful space. And as I talk to her about the vision for Universal and what that means for the jobs that we're creating and the businesses that we're building capacity in through this corporation, Dee was my natural partner to help grow this. Yeah, You couldn't yeah. believe it when I got the call. She, I had uh, reached out to Tanya for a question on something else, and she says, I've been looking for you, and I'm like, Tanya Mack is looking for me? Girl. Like, I was like, what are you talking about? And I, just to go back a little bit to where she talks about the integrity of food, let me just give you guys an example how how her integrity, um, how she serves people, okay? So my main project I'm on right now, I'm staffing a ship in Mare Island for uh, one, I have a nine month contract for staffing on Mare Island. And I reclaim food and I love that she gives, has given me new vocabulary, right? So that's what makes it powerful. But I reclaim food from that ship every night. And when I bring that food to Tanya, to her food hub, when I tell you she will pick through and make sure that the spinach is not too wilted, that the sausage is not too burnt, that the rice is not crispy. When I tell you the integrity that she has around the food that she serves is amazing and impeccable. Yeah. Like she is not just taking, I'm bringing full meals. This is what we had on the ship that we served the sailors. She's like, oh, no, baby, let me, uh, I'm going to, we going to make something new with that. And every night she puts her heart and soul into making more meals with the reclaimed food. And so that integrity around that. And just yesterday, her granddaughter is so cute. She always helps us. And she was helping and she was playing with the soups. And she said, oh, no, baby, we don't play with people's food. And it was just the containers. But that's the integrity that she serves her community in. And when she goes out, when we go out to serve people, she doesn't say how many, you know, how, what do you want to eat or how many. She always says, um, and taught me as well, how many people are in your family? 
And that's when people say, oh, man, I could feed more than just me. I could get uh, it gives them permission to get more than one. And so I just really uh, love the value that she's put behind it and the love and the care, because it's taught me to speak differently as well about the around the food. And then the, the staffing is just a plus. And so. Just to say thank you for bringing me in, baby, because we are we are two of the same people. We, our energies bounce off, and we are going to build each other, and we are doing some amazing things. But yeah. um, thank you, Miss mm-hmm. Tanya Matt, yeah. for what you're doing. Oh, that's so beautiful. I love that you mentioned, um, Dion, how the people how Tanya asked them how many are in your family because yes. a lot of times when people are served food mm-hmm. especially if they're unhoused mm-hmm. um, or unhomed like undomiciled. I know you like to say or undomiciled they feel like they have to like you know I got people but I don't want to tell anyone because you know mm-hmm. what for whatever mm-hmm. reason mm-hmm. so they have to kind of like be secretive about mm-hmm. it but this gives them a permission to be open and say yes no I have three people back at my camp or at my house or wherever wherever it is that they're staying mm-hmm. and I don't have to be afraid to get more exactly because people aren't judging me because That's you know right. that happens too mm-hmm. when people go out to serve and ah why you don't need them three way or whatever it is right and, right and it gives them a shame and a stigma about it and so that's that's one of the things that we we actively combat um i remember when i was a single mom and all of my money was going to my mortgage and making sure that my children had everything that they needed. So I was using Kmart layaways, I was doing all these things mm-hmm. because I refused to have my children suffer the burden of me not having enough resources. Um, but I had to go to food closets on occasion. Um, and I went a couple of times and then I stopped going because it. people sometimes who are well-intended, they stop seeing you. You're invisible. You're just the girl standing in line who I told you to bring bags. Where's your box? And they're throwing things and they're just handing you this bag of these random things. And you're supposed to be grateful and take it and walk away with a smile. Mm -hmm. And we're talking about people's lives. We're talking about people who are undomiciled, but yet they're not homeless. Because what they live in is a non-traditional home community. What they're treated with is disrespect because of that circumstance. Mm -hmm. And that pains my heart. So when we walk up to someone who is in a non-traditional home community, we treat it with the same respect that we would expect if they came to my home. And we do a little education and outreach. We leave garbage bags. One of the hashtags on the Universal Cafe page is pack in food, pack out waste. So we're very intentional about saying, we're happy to bring these meals, please fill up these trash bags and we'll come back and pick those up from you. So that we've actually worked with some of the folks who are undomiciled and we're hiring them. We're hiring them to be partners in picking up trash around their home communities. And we're looking for partners in the city and in the county and with Caltrans and with CalRecycle. Because what we're doing is we're doing a work with dignity and respect that they're struggling to get done. And so, yeah, that's my pitch. <laughs> you'll, you'll get an email from me on, on Monday morning, Calorie Cycle, and David Deleuze, I'm talking to you. Um, yeah, I just, 
I, I want to make sure that we have the right partners to help us build capacity because we're not just serving food to people who are undomiciled. There are people who are working full time that still qualify for food stamps. So to those wonderful folks who've offered to volunteer, we send them away with family meals because sometimes they have more time than they have money. Mm -hmm. yeah. So yeah. we are really taking a very creative approach um, at providing food to people who are food vulnerable, which is very different than being food insecure. Because if you're food vulnerable and you're a person who had a lot of pride like, like I did when I was in those circumstances, you know, my children might have ate potato soup and then french fries and then mashed potatoes. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, they might have they might have ate that because that's what mama had to make to feed them. And then they might have had French toast and grilled cheese sandwiches. But my children were eating. But had you told me that I was food vulnerable, I would have disagreed with pride. No, my babies eat every day. My children are never hungry. But I didn't have the resources to go and pick up those fresh foods and vegetables and, and all of those things. I didn't have those resources. And to be tr totally transparent, I refused to apply for food stamps. When looking back, I now kind of wish I had. Mm -hmm. It would have saved me some of that struggle. And I was working two jobs, three jobs at a time. One of my jobs was scrubbing out dumpsters, mm -hmm. literally. I was working in an office and doing this very office -y job and had the title and had all the things. And then once my children went to sleep, my friend would come over and watch my babies and I would suit up and I would go out to West Sac and I was scrubbing out dumpsters all night. When wow. I when my children woke up in the morning, they didn't even know I'd been gone. Yeah. I mean, the things that we do, sometimes out of pride, can cost us more than, than we should have to pay. But but again, that was part of my journey, so I can speak to that truthfully, you know, like what I did to take care of my children. Mm -hmm. But now, you know, 54-year-old Tanya now, I'd be like, girl, if you don't go get those, those food stamps, girl, if you don't go ahead and go to the farmer's market and double up. Mm -hmm. You know, now I, I would definitely do it differently, but it's all kind of how I came to be in this space. It's all based on a lived experience that I can share and I can talk about honestly and truthfully. Um, but that's kind of how I, how I got here. Go back to the food vulnerable versus food insecure and break that down for our listeners a little further. Can you give us some definitions on what what is you've mentioned what that looked like, but yeah. give us some more practical definitions on what that is. So I talked about being food vulnerable, meaning that there there's food, but is it the best food okay. or the healthiest okay. food or do you have easy access to that food? You know, that's kind of food vulnerable. Okay. So. On the other hand, and, and no judgment, but if you give your child a Pepsi and Cheetos for breakfast, you're food vulnerable. And that I would say you're, stipping, you're, you're sticking your pinky toe into food insecure. But having lack of access to food, having no food, being hungry, going to school hungry, going to work hungry with no prospects of getting a meal is food insecure. Okay. Understood. Some might challenge those definitions, and I think that sometimes those terms can be used interchangeably. But at the end of the end of the day, when there's so much food surplus, there's so much more that we can do, whether you mm -hmm. like the title or the label or understand it or not. My, my, my thought is we should be able to eradicate 
folks being hungry and not having access to proper food. We can eradicate it together. Okay. All right. And how many meals are you bringing out that uh, hub of yours? Go ahead and give them the numbers, girl. <laughs> and this is just with Universal Cafe with yeah. uh, one to two food suppliers. So we have, gosh, and, and we're not at capacity in terms of staffing. I'm not even close. We're not. We're not. We are working <laughs> on a skeleton crew as we're building capacity in the business. Um, the first week, within three days, we had pushed out a thousand meals in oh, three days. Thousand oh. meals. And I'm talking about warm meals. Warm meals, a thousand in three days. And I actually have not totaled, I don't have a total for the whole month of December yet. Um, I need to work on that. But mm -hmm. I will say that every day we are sending out no less than 200 meals a day. Right out of her food hub. Out, out of, of the out of our, food. Our, our food hub, yes. Mm -hmm. So we actually, and thank you for bringing up the food hubs because mm -hmm. I wanted to talk about that. Well, I, well, I want to come back to yes. that in just a moment. We're, yes. we're going to take a quick break. Um, I want to talk about how you your partnerships that you've developed mm -hmm. and what you're looking for in future partners. Great. And then I want to talk about the, the service and the food hub and sure. what does all that entail and look sure. like. So family, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back more with Tanya Mack, CEO and founder of Universe Soul Cafe and Dion Aroki, um, Aroki Sami, Aroki Asami. Got it. Yes. <laughs> she is a CEO, yes. founder of MCE Staffing, partnering with Tanya and Universal Cafe. Keep it right here, family. We'll be right back after this, after some more Whitney Houston. Keep it right here, family. We'll be right back. Like and share our Facebook page at Full Circle 97.5. And we're back with Miss Wanda, life coach, motivational speaker, and friend of sisters everywhere. This is Full Circle. Family, thank you so much for tuning in to this first show of 2023. This is Full Circle. I'm your host, Miss Wanda, having a conversation with my guest friend to the show, Tanya Mack. She is, um, that was just... Um, CEO, founder of <laughs> Universal Cafe, and we're talking about all things. It's not, it's, I like the tagline, it's food for everybody. Yes. It's locally sourced food presented in a dignified manner, and we want to dig more into it. You talked um, in the first part of the conversation about receiving reclaiming food mm -hmm. from your partners mm -hmm. and turning it into and family if you don't follow her you <laughs> want to follow her on social media because the meals she makes and it's it, you know we talked a lot about how the the dignity that you bring to um, the food preparation process mm -hmm. and the serving process but the meals you make out of the reclaimed food you know a lot of times and, and, you know, this is not knocking anyone or any entity, but a lot of times the restaurants that will have, and I'm going to call it leftover food, mm -hmm, right? Because mm -hmm. I'm making a point here. So leftover food to give to their, uh, the, the surrounding community mm -hmm. of homeless folks. I'm going to say it just like that because okay. it, there's a difference between what you're doing and what they're doing. Mm -hmm. I want to make that distinction. And so it'll be whatever. It won't be, you know, it'll be the last of the last. And they're just like, throw, you know, sometimes they'll just leave it on the sidewalk or, mm -hmm. you know, won't even have any dignity in mm -hmm. giving it to mm -hmm. people. 
And so that's what I wanted to make that distinction between what you're doing in, first of all, calling it reclaimed food, Absolutely. which gives it a, a, a level of dignity to it instead mm-hmm. of just saying leftovers or, you know, our last batch of the night or whatever mm-hmm. in that way. And then the way you prepare it with love and just, you know, take it and 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 turn it into something that people don't feel that they're the afterthought. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and thank you for, for allowing me to make that distinction. Um, so the food that we reclaim is food that's not the leftovers, but it's honestly surplus food. So let's say that a restaurant has made macaroni and cheese. And usually restaurants prepare food in bulk. And so what they have um, that's not warmed up, that hasn't been used or touched, it has a certain amount of shelf life or sell time at that restaurant. Once that time has expired, that food has been in their walk-in. It's still perfectly fine. It's it's great food to eat. You or I would eat it. it. Really, if you think about at home, when you go to a restaurant and you take home leftovers yourself personally, you're still going to eat that food a day or two after, and it's perfectly fine. So that's really what we're talking about. We're talking about untouched, unheated food that has been reclaimed and then repurposed. And yes... I do. <laughs> Those meals be looking good, y'all. <laughs> Thank you so much. I do. I do take pleasure in making something that, and I, I always put like yummy because I'm, I'm thinking, man, like, would I want to eat this? Does this taste good to me? Would I serve this to my babies? And if, if it's, if it's not what I would serve, or then I'm not serving it. Um, mm-hmm. But we, we do. We make it a point to make something that is a complete meal um, that has vegetables and a protein and. Um, we, we don't cook with a lot of salt. Um, I know some people perhaps don't eat meat. And when we offer food to our guests, and we do use the term guests of who we're serving when we're out in the community, um, because we're all basically guests on this planet. So we call everyone a guest. Um, but when we, we ask them, you know, we give them a choice of whatever the meals are that we've prepared. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we have, we have the ability to offer um, a vegetarian option. Um, if we, do, we if we don't have to put meat in a soup because it isn't something that we have to use right away, we'll we'll do a vegetarian style soup, and then maybe the the dinner has a protein. And in these non-traditional home communities, there is a lot of community sharing that happens. So I have been blessed to see folks say, "Hey, do you want this?" Open up their plate, take something off, and put it in someone else's container because it isn't something that they were going to eat. And so even, you know, even in that home community, you see this tremendous love and sharing. And it's such a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah. Your partnership. So you mentioned you have a partnership with with Dion here mm-hmm. and she brings food from um, the the T.I. area where she's at. How do you have any what other partnerships do you have or how do you cultivate or what do you see in future partners in case there's anyone out there that has a food establishment that may want to or be interested in partnering with you absolutely so um we really are very happy to um have our partnership with d um the very first contract that we had was through d actually and d when i tell you the work that D does to get this food to us is crazy. Um, D runs her own companies and she's very busy as well. And so there are times she and I are hooking up at 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. 
and to drop food to off. drop off food and make sure that we're protecting the temperature make sure that it's getting moved quickly and efficiently um, so do you, do you want to talk about um, your contract and and the food that we're reclaiming through your partner yeah so just to be clear um, I am a partner where which I do bring food but it's uh, it's a little bit bigger than that because one of the great things about the company Universal is we want to staff with the untraditional staffing and so Tanya has came up with an amazing plan for staffing the folks in the community so I'll be bringing in that workforce through my staffing company of folks that are already in the community they could be drivers they could be uh, folks that will help deliver the food pack the food and all those things so that's our main partnership it's that's what it started with is hey do I want to use you in this capacity and the day she called me happened to be the day I got the contract for the ship and I was like, wow, Lord, what are you doing here? Like, I don't do Thank food. Thank you, universe. Yeah, right? Thank you, universe. I was like, I am not a food person. I don't like to spend a lot of time in the kitchen and around food. Uh, I have, I prefer to do other things, but I will, you know, I'll get it done. So Tanya's calling me about partnering with me on this Universal Cafe for staffing. And then I have a contract with, her, with um, a caterer now who says, hey, I need to get this ship staffed for the next nine months, seven days a week. Can you staff it? So at one point I had uh, 42 staffers out on the Mare Island ship right here in Vallejo working catering service seven days a week for three food services. So now on both ends I have um, Tanya, I'm working with her about learning Universal Cafe, and then I have the ship that I'm staffing. And then at the same time she goes, oh, I want to tell you about this food collection program that I want to do and um, reclaiming food. And I'm going, reclaiming food and I'm watching them throw food out every mm. night because there's nothing else to do with it like Lots we literally have pans of food we're dumping mm. that has to go to the compost and so I'm like oh okay I get it now <laughs> I, di I didn't really understand what that was supposed to look like until I seen it yeah. and so through through uh, the Mare Island contract um, even though I'm, I'm originally there for staffing we have now been able to work through our processes our SOPs of how to uh, package food, label food, reclaim food, get it sent over. So it's almost like our beta. And who knew that, you know, they were both going to call on the same day. And I'm like, I don't know why I'm on a ship with this food. I don't do catering. But I'm in this kitchen actively because I work the ship as well, learning the processes, the food handling and all of that. Things that I didn't want to learn. I didn't know why I was there. But now I know it's for the sole um for the sole purpose of building into the Universal Cafe. Yeah. And I'm going to interrupt you because you're not giving yourself enough credit. Dee also, in her, which is another reason why I wanted to partner with Dee for staffing, Dee gives opportunity to people mm -hmm. that wouldn't have opportunity, which yeah. again is a core value of my corporation. Mm -hmm. So it is always my intention to employ those who are undomiciled first. Mm -hmm. Who knows their home communities better than those who live within them? And because we're a sustainability brand, we also are encouraging the folks that we're employing to clean up those areas. Mm -hmm. So we are literally packing in food and paying them to continue to bring that trash back out of those home communities. They'll have a W-2, they will now have a resume, and we're b bringing them back into um, sustainability but also um, the ability to regain I'm losing the word I'm thinking of um, to regain their lives but how they see fit mm -hmm. so we have folks that are living in their cars not by choice but by circumstance so everyone needs that step 
So we're not going to tell them to pull themselves up by their invisible bootstraps. We're going to give them some bootstraps. We're going to say we're going to meet you where you are. You can have a job with us. You can work with us. Because what we're working on is a problem that affects the entire city, the entire country. Mm -hmm. We are a solution because we're taking the time to build in a very grassroots way, but we're doing it with dignity. We're giving people jobs. We're creating businesses. Mm -hmm and we're cleaning up the planet. So the types of partnerships that we need to do that, because there are lots of folks with lots of money who are saying, we don't know, what do we do about this? What do we do about this? Well, I'm here to tell you that I'm doing it. We're doing it right now, we're doing it. So what we're asking for is for partnership so that we can build capacity and continue to help address this problem that we keep hearing talked about, but we could dig in and we can solve it together. And staffing folks mm -hmm. and giving them passion. jobs. That is the heart of what she does in her company. I love it. And I've heard her talk about her crew. She goes on that ship to make sure that folks who might be challenged have her support. Mm -hmm. And she's there. What you're doing, I, I just think is amazing. The way that she trains people, the way she talks to people, the way that she empowers people. It's a very non-traditional approach. She doesn't just send them into their job. She's digging in with them. She's with Absolutely. them. And it goes, one of my guys just called me recently, um, just a couple days ago, but when I started the project on Mare Island, uh, untraditional staffing was really a thing. Um, everyone had some form of food handling at some point, but I had uh, people that were on parole. I had people that were out of drug recovery at the time. I had people who just had a hard time getting a job. Mm -hmm. And I made sure those people were there. They showed up and it was the greatest feeling. And one of my guys said, no one's ever given me a chance mm. like this, D. And he was earning, uh, because of the hours we were putting in, like $1,400 a week. And he was just like, this is crazy. I've never, no one ever given me a chance like this. And I just continue to empower him and say, you know, you're accountable for your own destiny. I'm giving you the opportunity. You just need to show up. And so he showed up as, as long as he could, and he called me again, well, I'm trying to get my job back, boss, you know. Um, and I was able to, to mentor him a little bit more, and we're looking at a new project, but that's my passion. My passion is seeing people work. I and don't care who you people. are, and I do fire people. <laughs> I do, I do, because Mike lost his little job too. But uh, but Mike, no, he gonna get but it together next time. Him. I do. You I work. work I mean, I go. I'll do payday advances. Mm -hmm. I will go meet you where you need to be to get your check. I have done late night runs um, because I, they needed their check early. They couldn't wait another day. To, you know, I I, I, and am, I have seen her in between packing food, <laughs> drinking her coffee, <laughs> wringing out her her towel. Man. You know, I've seen her stop. And, yeah. and make sure people were getting their money and answer calls. And I've seen her multitask her way through taking care of people that goes above and beyond. And just knowing Dee's heart and knowing that that's the passion that Dee puts into any project she's yeah. involved in, yeah. I knew that I needed to build this company with Dee and oh. that the staffing, and that's how I want people treated. So mm -hmm. we, we are focused on hiring those who are currently undomiciled. We are focused on returning citizens who are having a hard time getting a job, um, folks who are differently abled and who perhaps have a little bit more of a need there's work for everyone. We can hire seniors because there's so much to this company. There's so many moving parts. And we will be our best selves by bringing in and uniquely staffing this organization. And, and that's my intention. Yeah. 
That's beautiful. I want to go back to a couple of things, Dion. First of all, I misspoke and said T.I. I was thinking you were at Treasure Island, but you're at Mare Island. Mare Island. Uh-huh. Um, there are no coincidences. You were there for your purpose. Man. You didn't know. Right. Isn't that amazing when that happens? Like, it, why it, am I here? Like, you was like, I don't even really like to be around food like this. <laughs> like, I'm but telling you, you were I was in the kitchen skills. like, what am I even doing? <laughs> I, how am I running? It? Because I helped the caterer. I came. She said, I need you on uh, operations. I was like, operating what? The, the stoves? Like, I don't do that. <laughs> But I got in there and I learned it. But again, it was for a bigger purpose. Yeah, and yeah, I so I just thank God for that. Absolutely. So, Miss Tanya. Okay. Yeah. So again, we're talking family. If you're just joining us, we are talking with Tanya Mack and Dion Iroki Asami. Got it. Uh, <laughs> we are talking about Universal Cafe, and Dion is the CEO and founder of MCE Staffing, which we are going to dig more into in, in just a bit. But I want to talk tell people that this is a it's not a place per se. It is a service, a ministry, if you will, of serving meals <laughs> to folks who need them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in a dignified manner. Mm-hmm. It's Universal Cafe reclaiming food and repurposing it with <clears throat> dignity and love into meals where people are nourished. Mm-hmm. Um, your tagline's food for everybody. Everybody. And you do this outside of your partners. The rest of this is out of your own pocket. Absolutely. Um, I am not a nonprofit and intentionally so. I am on my way to being certified as a B Corp, which if a corporation and a nonprofit had a baby, that's essentially what a B Corp (laughs) is. Um, There's a lot of philanthropy that happens around food, and I want to take advantage of that. Um, Really important to me to um, finalize my B Corp status. We have a foundation that's in the works. We've already done the filing for that, and we're waiting for um, that to come through, but that's well on the way as well. Um, but yes, I am totally self-funded at this point. Um, I really wanted to make sure that my proof of concept was solid um, before I started looking for investors or asking for sponsorship. Um, I needed to know that this could work. I needed to know that um, I had capacity for it. I needed to document all of my procedures. I needed to make sure the food would be handled with care and that it would be safe and all of the things that I would expect to be questioned about, I needed to know firsthand that it was possible. So all that we've done, we've done um, using a skeleton crew um, and my personal resources. So if people wanted to volunteer Mm -hmm. or support you financially, how Mm -hmm. can they do that? So um, volunteering, we have a phone number. It is a Google Talk line, so it will, the area code sounds funny. It is 409-420-7244. That number does ring directly to my personal cell phone, so I will get your message. Um, Or you can send me a message through um, our IG page at um, Universal, U-N-I-V-E-R-S-O-U-L underscore cafe. I do have several folks who monitor that page, and they will get back to you quickly. We are activating several volunteers in the next coming week. Um, And just as a side note, there's some folks who are volunteering currently and they receive family meals as a result of volunteering. And so um, when I say food vulnerable, um, those are some folks who are um, self-identified as being food vulnerable and we can always use the help. 
Um, there are other organizations that serve the community and we provide meals for them too. So we hand off 30 to 60 meals at a time and then they take them back to their organizations and feed their students or feed the community around them. Um, sometimes staff takes needs meals as well. Um, it's a, these days are hard and people are trying to make ends meet. So when I say food for everybody, that's exactly what I mean. You don't have to be undomiciled to need food. Yeah. And we want to make sure that people know that and know that they can come to us, reach out to us, and we're happy to provide family meals as well. Let's talk about a day in the life of Universal Cafe. And what mm. I mean by that is not just your preparation of the food. And sure. you were very specific to mention, I believe, <laughs> off air how when you receive the food, mm. it must be cooked within a certain amount of time. Mm -hmm. Because, again, it is fresh food. Mm -hmm. um, but not just your preparation, but the actual distribution of the meals. Mm -hmm. So yes, so when we get, when we get the food delivered to one of our food hubs, we um, do an inventory and do. <laughs> she's right. We we go through it, make sure that it's all great food that I either can warm and serve or repurpose. So yes, we make something yummy out of it, and we make sure that everything is served warm, and it's eaten right away by our guests. Um, once we have made those meals, they are packaged. All of our meals are packaged in um, sustainable packaging, so we are, it costs. It, I think on um, on our IG page, there's a video of me in Smart and Final yes. <laughs> complaining about that. And I was like, and I know I was looking crazy, because a lot of times when I get up early and have to shop, I look crazy in these streets. But I couldn't stand it because there was just a whole aisle of plastics and I was like, wait a minute, do we care about the planet or do we care about the planet? Cause there's a whole aisle of really inexpensive styrofoam this and styrofoam that and plastics. And there was a little teeny little section of paper at, you know, two thirds more of the price. Um, but anywho, that's another show. So, <laughs> so yeah, we package the food and then we head out to the city. Um, we have several food distribution partners that we've hired and literally we load up tubs and we meet people where they are. So we go out to um, a lot of the encampments where there are non-traditional home communities and we literally ask them how many are in your family and we hand out the food. Whether it's raining, whether it's not, we're out there distributing food and some of our um, wonderful, wonderful um, donors have even offered tarps and tents and sleeping bags and sanitary products which are high need um hair products which are high need for um we have a, a woman which is what brought that up a woman that my daughter met and she's um, a black woman and she has breast cancer and she is living um undomiciled and so that is part of what has been happening over the last you know 60 days now when they see us coming they know it's us and now we're hearing stories and children are saying hey miss tanya like they're talking to us we we have relationships with people who are living in their vehicles and um yeah. it's just yeah. um, it's amazing it's beautiful it can beautiful. be heavy mm -hmm. <coughs> sorry it's okay because now you know Oh gosh, I'm crying on the radio show. Um, it's not. It's not just you know a community you drive by in your vehicle. Yeah. You know now it's someone that you know, and I know I'm going back home, and I'm going to be dry, 
and I'm going to be warm and my babies are fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. It's okay. No, it's, it's <clears throat> quite all right. That's beautiful mm -hmm. to know that someone has that type of compassion, compassion. and care for others because yeah. so many people don't. So many people just drive by and pass judgment or, you know, why don't they get their acts together or not even worried about people that don't have food or are food insecure, mm -hmm. you know, don't have access to good quality food. Like some, a lot of us take stuff, take, take our lives for granted, yeah. you know? And so it's a beautiful thing to see that someone cares so much about the work that they're doing. And that's how you know it's her call. It is. is because you can't have this type of passion and not be I'm gonna say divinely inspired exactly and yeah. it's seven days a week yeah <clears throat> she has no days off let me be very clear she has no days off so sometimes she'd be like uh D where you at mm -hmm. uh we out of food so I gotta I gotta get to the ship between my other things and, and go pick up food but there's no days off and that is a that's passion yeah, yeah that is absolute is. passion like you say divine calling yeah we're gonna take a break we'll be right back more with Tanya Mack more with Dion Oroki Asami and with Universal Cafe and MCE staffing. We'll be right back after this. This is Full Circle. If you have something to add to the conversation, drop us a line at fullcircle975 at gmail.com. And she's back, empowering women one conversation at a time. This is Full Circle with Miss Wanda on Listener Supported. 97.5. We're back, family. Thank you so much for staying with the program. Having a wonderful conversation with my guests, Tanya Mack, Dion Eroki Asami. I'm going to get a gold star. <laughs> Every time you say I it. said that name right. Um, with um, Universal Cafe and MCE Staffing, they've partnered together to support Universal Cafe and all of the great work that Tanya's doing. And Tanya, you have your badge of honor now. Like, it, you're not official <laughs> until you've cried on the radio. Yes. So now you are official. You're official. I was like, oh, oh, cry, baby, crying on the radio. But you know what? Again, like we were saying, it just shows your passion, your passion for the You have actually not just gone out and served people meals, but you've developed relationships. Yes. And that's important. That's yes. really important to restore that dignity in whatever way you can for those for that population of people yes. that um, people may see as less than or mm -hmm. and, and I'm not just talking about the unhoused, undomiciled people, the working poor yes, as well. Yes. And so you build relationship and that's mm -hmm. a beautiful thing. And so anyone that's listening to this that doesn't hear and recognize and feel and are touched by your passion, well, shame on you because, <laughs> um, you know, you can see it. And hopefully that will garner people to come and to want to support in whatever way they can. <clears throat> thank you. Thank yeah. you for that. And it, it, it is really about the dignity that we offer folks. It's it's not an easy thing to have to say, I can't feed my babies this week. Mm -hmm. There's more month than I have money. That's not an easy thing to have to say. And that's why pe folks who are food vulnerable, they might prefer to go get what they can get at the corner store to feed because that's better than having to raise your hand and say, hey, I need help. That's a hard thing to do. And then once you do it, hopefully we respond to that with dignity. Hopefully we respond to that in a way that supports someone and, and empowers them to take better care of themselves and of their family and, and know that there's resources out here that that will serve you yeah truly serve you 
And, you know, we've stigmatized in a way as a society asking for help. Absolutely. You know, I think about uh, just a couple of weeks ago before the end of the year, I had uh, Tamisa Wash on from Weave. And we were talking about that same thing is that a lot of times people suffer in silence Mm -hmm. in domestically or in abusive relationships or situations because they don't want to ask for help because Mm -hmm. we've stigmatized help as weakness. Yes. You know. Yes. So, yeah. No, that's so true. And, Mm -hmm. And I mean, I have to admit, you know, I've been guilty of that. There have been occasions where I've had to slow down. I've had to sit down Mm -hmm. and and I didn't want to say, oh, gosh, this feels like a lie. I didn't want to say it. And I I, I thank God that, again, love favors me. Um, I thank God for the people that have loved me and have supported me and and remind me like, hey, we got it. You don't have to do it all by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You and your beautiful daughter, Darian, are really picking up the load on this thing. Like you are out there seven days a week making meals, ensuring that people are fed. Mm -hmm. What do you see? What's the future for? And, I'm, you know, immediate future uh, for Universal Cafe. Like what are some of those things on? If I, for lack of a better term, on like your wish list for Universal Cafe. Wow. Um, if it were Kwanzaa again, no, just kidding. <laughs> but uh, on our wish list, I know that, you know, some of the things that we need are in kind. Um, money is beautiful and donations are welcome and accepted. Um, but sometimes it's about packaging. Um, there are lots of folks who may not have a lot to give. Um, they may say, oh, I don't have a lot of money. But if you have time, Volunteers to come help distribute food, to um, help package food, that's super helpful. Um, They can reach out by phone um, at 409-420-7244. That's our our Google Talk line. That rings directly to my cell. They can reach out on um, our IG page. Um, And we have someone who's checking those messages all the time. So whether you need food or whether you want to help, you can reach out to us through the IG page too. the other thing that we we really could use um, is sponsorship. Um, I, I wasn't joking when I called out Cal Recycle. I wasn't joking when I talked about Cal Trans. Um, we we need sponsorship. We need um, corporations who have interests that align with our interests. If you're interested in seeing um, solutions for our undomiciled areas and cleaning those up. We are hiring, so we need resources to help hire and continue to hire the people that we're working with. We need resources to make sure that we're passing out and able to collect those trash bags that are being filled with trash out of those communities because we're picking that up. Um, There are several small businesses that we're building capacity in because we're hiring them to go around the city and and pick up those bags that folks are filling up for us. so that those type of resources we put to good use um, with us. Yeah. So we are looking for sponsorship from corporations. And if you are an individual that's listening and wanted to help support <coughs> um, extra blankets, if you have sleeping bags, gloves, tarps, um, if you travel a lot and you have lots of those little travel size lotions and conditioners and those things are super helpful, um, socks, Sanitary products for the ladies that we are bringing food to, super helpful. Um, and, and we take clothing. So at my boutique, if you do a closet clean out and you have sweats or things that, um, coats or things like that, we'll take those things as well um, and get those distributed very quickly. 
Um, yeah. Because you're out there, rain or shine. We are. Rain we or shine. We absolutely are. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing to watch and to see it coming to fruition. Uh, I can totally see in my mind this being a blueprint for a national, you know, like I can see universal cafes in different communities because it's Absolutely. so, so very needed. So right now we are, we have specifically focused in District 2. So um, the Del Paso Boulevard um, corridor, we are all over D2 and we've claimed it as um, our proof of concept um, area. Mm-hmm. So we are looking forward to s- hopefully some support from the council member in that area um, and other folks who operate larger nonprofits and those that are serving the community in that area. We'd love to see um, some partnerships with the Del Paso Boulevard partnership. Um, there's lots of organizations there in D2 that I think would be natural partners and great partners for us in our efforts there. Um, we are expanding district by district under each of the council members mm-hmm. so that they will know that we're operating in their district and can hopefully help to find resources for us as we grow and build capacity. And um, we are creating jobs. We are building businesses. So we're spreading the love and we're doing it one district at a time. We do have a plan to have a nationwide model. We are working through Northern California first, but part of me self-funding this is to ensure that it's duplicatable, to make sure all of my processes are documented and that we are um, adhering to the letter of the law as it relates to AB 1338. Food recovery and food insecurity now has laws around it that protect those who partner with us, that um, give us guidelines for the expectations. And um, if you visit the Cal Recycle website, there's lots of information around what we can and can't do. What we and we're being very careful to wrap our business model around those regulations. So um, we've been very careful and we've been very intentional about building this business. We took our time to build this business over the last um, two years. Um, So we're really proud of where we are today, and we're proud of being at the point now where we are ready to um, pitch and go out there and get some additional partners and and hopefully bring in some additional resources that that are very needed at this time. Yeah, very good. Very nice. Family, follow them on Instagram at universal underscore cafe. And again, that phone number, if you're interested in volunteering, helping, donating is 409 I want to switch and spend a few minutes, our last about 20 minutes together, talking to Miss Dion and talking about MCE Staffing, Mm -hmm. a black-owned staffing company. How did you even get into uh, staffing? Where where did the passion for staffing come from? Okay, great. Well, thanks for that question. So uh, my parent company is called MCE Professional Services. So I am an actually, I am a tech company first. That's where I started. Um, I've been in tech for 25 years. I've been an IT manager at PG&E, currently one at Walgreens as well right now. Um, so tech has always been my first passion. So I've gotten, uh, I got into staffing because I started with tech events. And as a matter of fact, through the chamber, like literally the chambers, I have a special heart for the chambers. I grew my entire business through the Sacramento Chamber, Black Chamber, and the California Chamber. But um, starting with the tech company first, I started doing um, technology events, basically check-in. So if you ever were around, um, I haven't been out in Sacramento in quite a few years because I've grown 
actually uh, worldwide. I do international events as well, but I used to do the check-in at um, a lot of the chamber events, the the paperless check-in. You come into an iPad, you type your name in, take your seat and all that old cool stuff, then I would do auction redemption services, and I ran a staff that provided that, and that's where I met Miss Tanya. She called me in for um, an Urban League event, and that was our first this my sister because the urban league even after tanya left they continued to call me year they were one of my biggest clients Mm -hmm. um the urban league so they called me year after year after year and i provided that uh event technology and staffing for them for their events um and so with that i've been in uh events now for eight mce has been in in uh business for eight years i've have uh, eight business awards from the state of california and what I ended up doing is people would see that I would bring my own staff to every event. I, that was what I promote. I, I sold full staffing. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to just sell just the technology. I bring my computers or my iPads. I, I wanted to sell the entire experience because MCE is an experience. Um, so what people would ask me is, oh, I love your I love your people. Would, you know, could you come and do this event for me? We don't need check-in, but I like this service. I like that service. So then I became also concierge service. So I do event technology, concierge, um, and event staffing, basically. Event or just an event also turned into just staffing. So now what I've done is I've, I've learned how to source my people. I have a platform that I use, and I have um, 69 um, contractors on that platform. And as I get events that come up and I'm signing contracts, I'm posting it on my app, and I'm saying, hey, I need 17 people for uh, next week for Mr. Fab Week in, in the Bay Area. And so whoever's available, they've already been vetted. They've already worked for me at some point in time. They just go ahead and they say, you know, they elect, I can work, I can work. So at this point, I could source, I source many jobs throughout the throughout the nice. week every day. And so at one point in time, at the highest point of time, I literally have had uh, 69 people on a project at one time within a month. Like, And that to me was amazing because I'm putting people to work People are fulfilling um, their responsibilities and they're getting chances that they hadn't otherwise gotten, you know, too often. And I keep the contracts coming. And that's my job is to make sure I keep the work coming and those folks are there. And so you may say, hey, I have a private event coming up. I I just need three people. Do you have three people who could serve food for me or do you have three people who could work the door for me? I absolutely do. I, all I gotta do is make a post, and they'll elect, and they and it's my job to make sure they show up in uniform. They know their customer service. They know what needs to be done, and that's how we roll. So it be, it became to answer your question. I got into the staffing uh, more full time because that's actually kind of my biggest. That's actually my biggest portion now. It used to be events, now it's staffing, um, and it just came just as a cycle, you know. So um, that's where we are today. And, I, and that's what I really want to build up on right now is that staffing piece. Okay. So, and, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, you can reach us on um, on Instagram at MCE underscore staffing. Um, we have, again, a lot of non-traditional jobs that will be coming available and different things. And my main page is MCE check-in, all one word, M-C-E-C-H-E-C-K-I-N. That's where you'll see all the different events I've done over the years um, in the event technology space. So if anyone's out there listening and wants to um, possibly work with Mm -hmm. MCE, Mm -hmm. then they can go to the MCE staffing or MCE check-in. Check-in. Yeah. MCE underscore staffing or MCE check-in. And also I have a website, www.mceprof.com, which is short for professional. So www.mceprof.com. 
Com. All right. And you could contact us through there. You could see, you know, different things I've done. And um, we are, uh, I'm excited for what we got going on, girl. We about to, <laughs> I'm trying to employ the city. I love it. Thank you so much. You and bet. I hope people out there listening that are looking for work, that mm-hmm. are able to work and, and, and support your events and your organi- your company are able to do so. So mceprof.com is, is the website where you can go to and find out more information. Again, follow them on social media as well, MCE underscore staffing and MCE check-in. Check-in. All one word. All one word. So thank you so much, Dion. You bet. And I, I want to hear more about your company too, so you'll have to come come on, <laughs> come on back. Um, before we go, wanted to talk about, we had mentioned food hubs and we didn't come back to it. Yes. So let's talk about your food hubs, Tanya. Yes. What, what are they? What is that? So I was so glad that Dee actually had the chance to talk about staffing because that is how we will staff our food okay. hubs. Okay. So our food hubs, what we call food hubs, we have two that are currently under construction. Our food hubs will be where our folks work. So there's a bunch of different jobs that we've created in this company, but the food hubs are really important because that's where the food is dropped off, that's where the food is prepared, and that's where the food is picked up and then delivered to the community. But there's a whole host of things that happen inside that, what we're calling the food hub. So we currently are working on two of them in District 2. One of them is particularly special because um, one of my loved ones passed away um, on July the 4th. Um, and then I had another loved one pass away on November the 2nd. But um, Eugene Lee, he has a foundation, the Eugene Lee Memorial Family Foundation. And our first food hub, we are dedicating in his memory. He also um, suffered with food insecurity and he was a foster foster youth. And he has two beautiful children, Gianni and Tamia Lee. Um, his brothers, we've all come together to, um, we're going to dedicate this particular food hub to him. Um, And so I'm super excited about this first one. We should have the first one done before the end of January. And the second one we should have finished before the end of February. So we will have two functional food hubs within uh, District 2, which is North Sacramento. And once we have those two up, then we'll be focusing on moving into District 1 and, and putting some additional food hubs there. Okay. So the food hub, again, where the food is delivered, prepared, packaged. Yes. And and prepared to deliver out. Yes. And where if anyone's a driver, that's where they'll come to pick up the bins or yes. how are the containers of food. Yes. All right. I wanted to go back to one more thing I had mentioned right before we came back to commercial <laughs> break. You talked about sustainability a lot and then I was feeling so terrible that I you know, donated like three trash bags full of plastic containers. Yes. And then we talked about sustainability I was yes. like, oh, what a jerk. Like, no, no, so no, no. Were you, are you able to okay. use them at all? I so, feel really no, terrible. No, 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 no. First of all, thank you so much for those because you know what you did was you kept those out of the landfill. You actually kept plastic out of the landfill. So, Strange and good <laughs> job. <laughs> and good job. Uh-huh. Um, what we do with those is we give those to people to package food in. So they're all clean. You gave them to us clean and in great condition. Now, when we bring food, we can actually give those to people to reuse, to pack, because that saves us from having to buy. Okay, Even though good. we are spending our hard-earned little coins, Mm-hmm. on sustainable packaging if we can give you something that you can then reuse in your home and it's not we're diverting it from the landfill 
that's what we want. So anyone who has extra grocery store bags, I think I put that on Instagram. In fact, I, I teased about getting your Kwanzaa present <laughs> in, a, in a Rayleigh's bag. <laughs> Rayleigh's, that's a shout out to you if you're listening, Rayleigh's. We, we need your sponsorship. And Safeway. And Food Max. And Food for Less. Whole food yeah, all y'all. All y'all. All 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 come on. But um, you know, no, no, no. That's exactly what we want. So okay, yes, good. those are ty- those types of donations are super welcome and appreciate it because we are diverting that plastic from landfill. So yes, yes, and more yes. Okay, good. I feel so much better. No, that was great. I, I was telling my friend the other day, <laughs> I she uh, made some uh, turkey wings for Christmas. And so we had, she's staying with me, so we had three turkey uh, drumsticks left. And so I was like, I wonder if I can give them, the, hear me out, okay. I was like, I wonder if I can give them to Tanya. Maybe she could put them in some greens or make a soup or something like that. And she was like, would you do that? And I was like, yeah. Yes. Because I grew up in the 70s where conservation and recycling was big. So that's like ingrained. Everything I have, I want to repurpose or recycle. (laughs) So she was laughing at me like, would you really do that? And I was like, yeah, because I don't want to throw it away because I know it can have another purpose. Yes, absolutely. I almost started to bring those chickens. And I would have took them. And she would have took (laughs) them. And I would have took them. Because listen, you would have saw greens on those plates. You ought to see what she do with some kale. Oh, my goodness. I sure did. She I will was, make yeah. 10 meals with kale, yeah. and they all will be popping. Well, I think because, because I follow Tanya, and I've seen what you can do, that's yes, why ma'am. I was like, well, again, it's that conservation nature in me. Yes. I don't want to throw things away, not because I'm a hoarder, but I know if there's a purpose yes. for them yes. or can be repurposed. And so she was like, don't do that. And I was like, no, I think Tanya, she can make it like a yes. bomb soup or yes. something. So I got three <laughs> turkey drumsticks I will take for them. you. <laughs> she is going to take them, honey. Yes, I and she's going to put that, she's going to put that meal on Instagram. It was, oh my I'm God. I'm going to be shout out to Miss Wanda. Look, I'm going to tag you in the post. Give okay. me something scrumptious. And all her food be good. Oh, oh my God. Oh my goodness. This has been such an amazing conversation and a really, really, really neat concept, Tanya. It's it, above and beyond what people are doing out there and like I said just kind of donating or you know throwing away leftovers you know Mm -hmm. kind of thing I like that you're giving it a level of dignity that we haven't seen before and the people that you're serving are not just the undomiciled but like you said the people that may be working that have a job that just because of circumstances are still food insecure or food vulnerable. Absolutely. And so I'm so proud to to know you and to you. have known about this. And I'm, def- you know me, I tell everybody about everything. <laughs> so I'll definitely do what I can to support and to spread the word about Universal Cafe family again. It's Universal Cafe. Follow them on Instagram at Universal underscore Cafe. Uh, if you want to vo- donate, volunteer, um, you know, any of that things, if you just want more information, I'd say message them on Instagram. They've got someone following uh, the, the messages, so they will get back to you. Yes. Or you can call 409-420-7244. Tanya and Dion, it's been such a pleasure Thank having you here this morning. Yeah. Thank what you. a wonderful conversation. <laughs> and I just say to the both of you, just keep doing your thing. You're both doing amazing work out in the community and you have my support here Thank whatever you. i can do to help or support please reach out to your girl uh, whatever i can do to help i'm happy to do so thank you so much thank absolutely. you for having us absolutely it's been great absolutely. thank you let's give another shout out for a more do though too <laughs> <laughs>
Oh. <laughs> um, yes, yes, yes. So um, closet cleanouts, any donations, uh, Amore do. Um, you can come to our brick and mortar location, 1819 Del Paso Boulevard, or you can follow us online at Amore, A-M-O-R-E dot D-E-U-X. That's our IG page. Um, and so check us out, follow us, like, and share. Um, thank you so much. Thank you so much. We have got great shows coming up for you, family, so stay tuned. Also, don't forget to follow the show. Every Tuesday, the live episodes drop to podcast. Search for Miss Wanda's Full Circle Radio on your favorite podcasting platform. And if you have a business or if you are a business owner, if you want to sponsor the show, make sure you reach out to me at fullcircle975 at gmail.com to uh, sponsor the show. You'll get some great advertising, it, and it's really cost-effective. And don't forget my new baby, Speak Her Consulting. I've got a speakeasy six-week boot camp for people who want to learn to be better speakers. That's coming up very soon. So follow me on social media at Speak Her Consulting. And go to my website, speakher.net, and you'll get more information there. That's how we're doing it, family. Show love to everyone you meet, and I will see you right here on Full Circle. All right, fam. I'll see you next time. Peace. This has been Full Circle. Follow our Facebook page at Full Circle 97.5.